Welcome, welcome once again, listeners, to another edition of Brother Z and Friends, where we give you an hour of gospel music, snippets from the Bible, and interesting interviews. Sit back, relax, sit back if you can, or else just listen for the next hour, and you will be blessed for it. This is one of your selection. Uh, where did you dig this one out from? I dug it out from the Pandora Radio. <laughs> uh, are we doing some illegal work now? <laughs> All right. Then. Let's listen to a little bit more and then we'll be right back. Child of God, your king is coming. And he's coming to So listen. 
said the tomb is empty, huh? Yes, the tomb is empty. All right. Okay, so so um, we just want to look in a little. It's not really memory lane. It says here memories made of these. So let me ask um, ask you both goodly people. Um, do you remember your your early days, like your first day in school or something like that? Share a little something with us. Uh, we want to have an idea where you're coming from. First day in school. You know that? I, I, I wonder if I did go to school. I can't even think of what the first day in school was like. Uh, was like for me. Uh-huh. I I believe so. That would have been um, kindergarten. If we if we go there. Okay. No, I will go. No. So since I can't remember there, let me go to maybe. Um, Four and that forms standard three. If I, I hope the people understand what standard three is what in is, the Caribbean. Standard, three? standard three would be equivalent to um, grade. Let me see. You started seven, eight. No, it's oh, it's more like a grading system. Yeah, yes, it is. Okay, but it's equivalent to it's. It was the British system in in those days, mm. but that would have been in, around the third grade in elementary school. Okay, okay. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And Pastor, how yeah. about you? Can you get back that far? <laughs> Well, no, I don't. I don't mean it in a bad way, please. I don't mean it in a bad way. Well, <laughs> oh my God! What am I? So, I'm, all right. I'm getting myself deeper and deeper into trouble here. Let me take you out. Let, let, let me take you out. Let me. So I'm going back to that. To that, like I said. Uh, that grade and I remember <laughs> developing a friendship then because you don't know anybody <laughs> and I met a friend I made a friend and his name is I would give his name Rudolf Hiles so we were both about eight, eight years eight years of age hmm. and so I remember that day then he started coming home by by me, and I started going home by him. Mm-hmm. And that friendship is alive and kicking up to today. Wow, wow, that's so. That's a, that's a marathon friendship. Yes, man. that's a friend for over for over seven. 70 years. Shh, be careful, man. You're going to give your age away now. Be careful. It's man. okay. All right, Pastor. So what can you remember, Pastor? <laughs> All right. So I can remember my first grade teacher, but I, I don't know. I think it was my second grade teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name was Mrs. Well, uh, if I can remember it correctly, but I won't call her name. But she took me home one day with her. Uh-huh. And I never forget that. I, I I liked that teacher. I remember looking up to her. And I think uh, the husband, I don't know if he was a principal, but he was some big person in the community. Mm-hmm. And she took me, I was like one of her favorite students, and she took me home with her one day. And 
I'll never forget that. (laughs) Brother George, could I share my equivalent to that? Because I I have one like that. Mm. May I? Go ahead. Go ahead. She is Mrs. Small. And what she did every Friday is to give a test on math and spelling. And whoever came first, she took them home for the weekend to spend the weekend with her, uh, with her family. Now, to get to her, we had to travel by train. Wow. So you know what that meant first time going on on a train. Mm. So I I did my best and came first uh, a few times. The only time I did not come first is when when she did give only spelling because I wasn't too good at, at spelling. But apart from that, mm. uh, oh my gosh, I could think so many things of that. I used I used to wet bed at that time. I wet bed. <laughs> oh, so uh, you remember that part? <laughs> yes. Did you so hear that? Did my, hear that my mother <laughs> my mother used to uh, she told the teacher and the teacher said it's alright. So uh, it was uh, such a task staying uh-huh. Up, not to wet the teacher's uh, mattress. <laughs> so I remember those days very, very, very good. Yeah, fondly. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, so we talk about our teachers. We talk about the wetting of the bed, and we're going home with the teacher. <laughs> sounds like sounds like you guys grew up in royalty. I mean, yeah. Mm, yeah. getting the opportunity to go home with the teacher. Wow. And um, pastor. Um, how, of, how often did you get to go home with the teacher? It seems like he was doing it permanently. No, it was only the one time. It was a she. Okay. It was a lady mm-hmm. uh, a teacher. Her name was Mrs. Blackshear. Okay. But her husband, her husband was prominent in okay. the community. Um, right. I can't remember his title, whether he was a principal or what. Mm-hmm. But you know, when going home with her, that was a big deal because you know, with them being so prominent in the mm. community, but it was only a, a one-time event. Okay. And um, I don't remember. You know, I was so young. I must have six mm. years, seven years old. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. But you know what's interesting thing there? You can't do that in these days. You can A teacher cannot take a, a student home. You can't do that. Oh, I don't think so. That can't be done again? Do you know, Pastor? No, not in the public schools. You know, now, you know, we have a community center, and uh, and we have a lot of children now, you know, because of my, you know, my relationship with them and the mother. You know, I can bring them home, but I've never brought them home to stay for a long time. We maybe came home for to bring something here at the house and took them back, but... Okay. Uh, it's a different dynamic than the public school. Yeah. Public schools allow that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, Pastor, would you give us a year number? Because you're doing a great work there. Seeing as you mentioned it in in the Claremont um, area, would you please get us up to speed with your with your information up there? 
Yes, and, and, and God is really doing a wonderful thing. We're looking for even greater things to come. But it's Anointed Community Services International, mm-hmm. and it's in Groveland, Florida. Right. Uh, the website is www.anointedcs.org, mm-hmm. and the telephone number is 352 352- Four zero four seven eight nine eight, and if I can share just a, a quick uh, little bit of information, I uh, actually had someone call yesterday, and they have a relative in Jamaica. Uh-huh. Um, and that relative was here in the U.S. and they worked here okay. and they need to apply for Social Security. Okay. Well, you know, we do that. We do that uh, application process right. and we do it over the phone. Oh, wonderful. So that individual will be calling us from Jamaica mm-hmm. to get his Social Security uh Activated in the U.S. Oh, so it's um, you know we are international, literally Wonderful. international, where we uh, accept phone calls from out of the country and make phone calls out okay. of the country. Mm-hmm. With no additional charge. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Brother Z, it's your turn, sir. My my turn for what, Brother George? Oh, I, we need you the numbers. We need Oh the numbers. Uh, I mean, okay, you can you can throw in your bank account and everything. I don't mind. Oh, as long okay. as you're giving that only to me. <laughs> All right, let's go with it. And it's four zero seven six six eight four eight two four. Uh-huh. Four zero seven six six eight four eight two four, and uh, the email address is brother z seventy seven at gmail dot com. And somebody complained about something that I didn't say. What? Uh, yes. Okay. So I guess it was the. I said that is the full spelling. Okay. But they said I did not spell it. So how would they know what is the full <laughs> spelling? So the full spelling is brother B R O T H E R Z is Z the letter Z E E mm-hmm. or Z E E. Okay. And well you can a N D friends F R R E N D D S. So that's the full spelling. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's the podcast that you could always uh, Google. Uh, it would be just Brother Z and Friends. And that should take you directly to all the programs and you could review them and listen at your own. Okay. Convenience. And uh, next time, uh, Brother Z, when they start accusing you, just tell them you have a manager and you have a good attorney. So okay. they need to be careful, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> so I, will, I will get the manager and the absolutely. attorney to call them. Absolutely. We're not going to put up with this, all right? Hey, all Pastor, right. we're not going to put up with this. <laughs> all, right. all right. So we're going to take a music break and then we'll be right back.
That's right. We're going to give God a praise and uh, we're going to give him uh, the glory. Yeah. What is it, Pastor? We're going to do just that. We, you know, it's our bound duty to give him the praise and to give him uh, the glory. Amen. Uh, all right. So, um, obviously, we, we have been... Uh, we have been living on this earth for a long, long time. We we were born, obviously. We we grew up. We went to school, but um, at a certain time in life, we gotta consider getting out from our mommy and daddy's nest. So uh, <laughs> I wanna jog uh, jog you 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 two's memory uh, about your first experience of leaving home. Uh, you know. Um, going to handle things on your own. I mean, did you have to use a handkerchief to wipe the tears or, um, or a towel or, or what? How did you both handle that? Okay. All right. I'll keep running. Okay. I was 23 years old. That's when I migrated to, to, to Canada. You stay at home until you were 33? Well, once I was forced to leave, my dad didn't <laughs> let me come back home because I misbehaved. But uh -oh. that was, that's a different story. Okay. But I stayed home till yes, age 23. Wow. I arrived in in Montreal, Quebec. Okay. I was received by a friend, he's passed now, Elman, I like calling names, it makes it better, Elman Amora. Mm -hmm. And I, he, you know, it's my first time being away, and that morning we got up and he said, look, we will, we will go to Expo 67, it, it had just started. And... He took me there, and it was such a new world to me, and mm -hmm. all all these different things, and it was just amazing. It was just really amazing, amazing for me. Mm -hmm. I was supposed, I was advised by the immigration to go to Saskatchewan, the province of Saskatchewan because they they tell you where you might best be able okay. to settle in. Mm -hmm. But it was so much, so much fun in Montreal. I stayed there for 41 years. Oh, wow. Wow. 41 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so Pastor, um, how can you follow that? I mean, he, oh, he got kicked out from home and he spent 41 years somewhere else. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's got a good one there. I don't know if I can touch that. But uh, my my mother died when I was 16. And then at the age of uh, six, 17, I went to live with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. And then at the age of 19, the way I left home is I got married. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Uh, I left home, uh, got married. And um, left home, uh, went to live with uh, my husband's mother, and mm -hmm. then we eventually got our own house mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and start, you know, being a wife and a mother, all those good things. So okay, okay. My story may not be as uh, adventurous as <laughs> brothers can see. I mean, Pastor, the man is very adventurous. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, wonderful. Um, you know, it's it's nice to know a little bit uh, of our backgrounds sometimes. While we, whilst we can't tell people everything, but sometimes people look on you and think that you're born with a um, golden uh, is a golden fork in your mouth, a spoon. <laughs> yeah, and you, you've never had um, you've never had hard times uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, but hey, we're all the same. We left home and we some of us stumbled and a little bit of good fortune. Some is not so lucky. But praise God throughout the years he has kept us. And today we live to tell the tales and you know, uh brother George, it's good to tell the tales because yeah. I remember my grandmother passed away at ninety five. Okay. And when she left, I was like asking her all kinds of questions right because right. to know you know what mm -hmm. was life like for her so it's good to tell the stories of your right. life mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. your children and other people to hear it right right wonderful well um, we're going to take a music break when we come back we're going to listen to the preached word from pastor stand by
hymns, beautiful, beautiful, then sings my soul, my Savior, God to thee. How great thou art. Very pretty. And it's about a time when we are going to go to the Pastor Linda. She's going to take us to the scriptures just about now. Take it, Pastor. Greetings, 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 everyone. It's so good to always be able to come to you by way of radio broadcast. And today I want to talk to you about your source. You know, a lot of people, they look to their jobs, they look to their friends, they look to their families to provide things that they have need of. Uh, but the Lord wants to be our source. He wants to be the one that we look to to get our needs met. So we're going to come to you with uh, Psalms chapter 62 and verse 5. And this is what it reads. It says, uh, my soul wait thou upon God, for my expectation is from him. When we have expectations, you see, we're expecting someone to do something. Would you agree? Many people have expectations of others. They, they expect things from their parents. They expect things from family and even from their friends. And this is why many people get upset with others because they fail to meet up to their expectations. I would say that 90% of strifes and arguments are caused because of failed expectations. But the psalmist David said, my expectation is only from God. My soul waits upon God. What is he saying here? He's saying that he's waiting on God to perform everything that he has need of, whether it be food, whether it be clothing, whether it be shelter, he's looking and waiting for God to perform for him. He's looking for God as the source of his provision and his strength and even his salvation. And that should be our expectation. Our expectation is only from God and our soul waits on him. I want to go to another portion of scripture, scripture because I want to draw a reference here of a situation that happened to someone in the word of God and how they had to rely on God to meet their needs. And it's in the book of 2 Kings chapter 17. We find the story of Elijah when there was a drought in the land. And of course, Elijah spoke that it would not rain upon the earth for three, three years. Now, where did that leave Elijah? The people suffered. The people didn't have water and didn't have things. Neither did Elijah. So God saw fit to take care of Elijah. And he told Elijah, he spoke to him and he said, go down to the brook and there I will sustain thee. Now, we, we don't know whether God told Elijah that he would cause a raven to sustain him or, or what, but he told Elijah to go to the brook. And as Elijah was resting by the brook, here comes a raven, one of the dirtiest birds in the earth that brought bread and meat 
and dropped it in front of Elijah. Think about that. How great thou art, as the song said. How great is the Lord that he would do such a thing just to take care of his servant, Elijah. So as Elijah dwelt by that brook, and then the brook dried up, <laughs> the brook dried up. So then, then he had to go somewhere else. And so the Lord said, well, go to Zarephath, for there I've caused a widow woman to sustain you. And when he went to Zarephath, he met that widow woman. But that widow woman, when he asked her for a cake, she said, I can't make you a cake. Because if I, that's all I have is one cake for me and my son. And if I make you a cake, we're going to all die. But Elijah told her, the word of the Lord, the word coming out of his mouth was considered as the word of the Lord. And he said, make me a cake. He said, your meal shall not run dry and neither shall your oil fail. And that widow woman God touched her heart. God knew that she had obedience in her heart and that she would believe that word that Elijah spoke her and she would do just what Elijah told her to do. So when Elijah told her that, that her meal was not going to dry up and her oil was not going to fail, then she went and she made him that cake mm -hmm. and she fed Elijah. She supplied the need of Elijah. Why? Because God commanded her to do so. God commanded the raven to drop that bread. Can you imagine that bird flying over Elijah and the spirit of the Lord quickens that bird to say, just drop a little bit of food right here. Or maybe maybe his beak or his his hands, his, his little feet just got weak at the moment and released the bread and the meat. And the widow woman whom God commanded to give the cake to Elijah and to sustain him did so at the commandment of God. You know, anyone that helped us, it's not because they just want to or they're because they're good people, but it's because God has commanded them to. Mm -hmm. Just like if they don't help us, it's because God has allowed them not to help us. Mm -hmm. We can find many of scriptures, many of passages in the word of God that show us how things may have gone bad or good, and it's because God has allowed it. So we have to make sure that our expectation is only from the Lord. Because when we do, then we're not disappointed because God said he will never let his people be ashamed. He will never let those that put their trust in him be ashamed. So we would ask you, where is your expectation? In whom is your expectation? Is it in the Lord or is it in man? The Bible says, cursed is the man that put his trust in, in, in flesh. But blessed is the man or woman that put their trust in the Lord. You see, the Lord did a twofold thing. Not only did he sustain Elijah, but he also blessed that widow woman. And God will bless you today if you put your trust in him. He'll take care of you and he won't let your meal dry up. Neither will he let your oil fail. If you hearken unto his word and walk in faith and obedience, the Lord loves you today, and so do we. And we just want to encourage you to put your expectation in him.
but he will never let you be ashamed. God bless you. That's right. We're going to pray for you. So stand by for the pastor's prayer in just a little while. and that you rose on the third day and that you're coming back again. 
Father God, and I know that I'm more valuable than that raven or any other bird in the air. I'm more valuable than any beast of the field. And so, Lord God, you will do what we need you to do. You will be our expectation and take care of every need that your people have. I speak that over them today, that every need met, whether it be financial, whether it be emotional, whether it be physical and a healing or deliverance, Lord God, you came to make them whole. And so, Lord God, we pray for their wholeness today. We pray for their substance today. And we pray for their faith that they will put their trust in you and you will never let them be ashamed. Father, we thank you that you hear our prayer and we thank you for all those that prayed with us. Lord God, that they prayed in faith and Lord God, they will see just what they asked for. We decree it and we declare it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, brothers, we are number. pray along with us today we would want to hear from you we do have a, a number and yes. we have an email so brother Z yes the number is 407-668-4824 and the email address is brother Z 77 at gmail.com and the podcast is you just have to google brother z and friends and all the programs should come up and you can listen to them at your own convenience and be blessed by them that's right and um you should know that we ourselves are not healer, but we have faith and we believe in God and we can pray for you. So if you have a prayer request, um, we would like to hear from you. Um, if you have the need for salvation, we would like to hear from you. So please use those numbers or those connections and then we'll be so happy to pray with you. Jesus here in Brother Z and friends and um, you've just listened to a, a wonderful um, sermon by Pastor Pastor Linda and uh, we are so thrilled that we're able to come into the presence of Almighty God and, and plea on your behalf so let us hear from you well you know we've been talking about a little bit about our, our back life or where we're coming from and one of the one of the big things right now for a lot of people is downsizing. A lot of people said, you know, I can't afford to go on living in this big house now because uh, my kids have gone and it's just me and my husband are just me alone. Now, um, Brother Z, Pastor Linda, is it a good thing to downsize? Or what's your experience of uh, downsizing? In in my case, I actually, if you know me, I'm short. Uh, you say I'm short, but I was much much taller than this. 
that what you see me. But I got downsized okay. twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So wasn't Touch fair. this man. Touch this man. Though <laughs> so on the first time, the first time I was downsized is after working for a company for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And they... At that time, they started bringing in consultants who interviewed all the employees. Yes, I would say maybe all. And they, these so-called consultants, made the decision as to how the companies should downsize. Mm -hmm. And middle management, which I was, Mm -hmm. are the ones that who got hit hit the most so okay. you mean they fire you well that, that no it's downsized <laughs> oh all right <laughs> Down, downsized. <laughs> never fired but downsized <laughs> twice okay okay yes so actually yes i got i was let go but the beauty you know god is always in this thing i got severance pay for one year Mm. So I I received my regular salary for one year, mm. and at the end of the that one year, I got another job, and I lasted a, a better job, better pay than what I was getting, mm. and I lasted there for another ten years. Well, it seems like God was on the job. Yeah, well, mm. well he's always on the job. Okay, right? okay. But he favored me there, and. Mm. Uh, I stayed with the company, and then came my second downsize, and I, <laughs> and I think God said, "Look, you're too much. <laughs> I don't think I could help you." Yeah. So then again, I was downsized for again the same method, uh, and they always hit on middle management, middle management, yeah. middle okay. management, and mm. there I went again and lost a few inches. All right. <laughs> Each time you get downsized, you lots of Pastor, what do you have to say about that? Do you, any experience at all? Yes, um, I uh, downsized when I retired. When I retired in uh, 2010, the end of 2010, I was living in a, um, uh, actually, a, a, was it a two-bedroom condo? I had previously been in a three-bedroom home, well, actually a four-bedroom home, mm. and then went from a four-bedroom home to a uh, three-bed, two-bedroom condo. Mm. And when I retired, I downsized extremely and went to a one-room studio. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, um, you know, and downsizing sometimes is necessary uh, when your income uh, is lowered. And of course, after retiring, I moved out of the country and downsized to a one room, pretty much like a one room studio with a bathroom, literally, and lived in Dominican Republic for almost a year. Hmm. Oh, you actually lived in the Dominican Republic? I surely did. Wow. That must have have been excited. It was very exciting. Ah. A block from the beach. I could walk out of the apartment there and go right over to the beach. But that was a great downsize, and it was so wonderful because it was the cost of living was so much lower and so mm, it, mm. it took like uh, uh, $300 to 
you know, have rent and even buy food, 500 altogether for a whole month. That That's what I used to live off of, $500 for the whole month. Wow. And I pay my rent, pay my bills, mm. have transportation, and buy food for just that much money. So that was my biggest downsize. Okay. And, um, All right. And then, yeah. So, 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 um, Help! help. I'm, I'm sure you're going to help a few people right now, both of you. Um, what should people do if they find out that they're going to lose their job and, and all that kind of stuff? They don't have much saving. How should they plan? What preparation should they put in place? Update that that um, that resume. You get to um, and. The beautiful thing with me, the company paid for the upgrading of my resume. Uh, and from that upgrading is what helped me to get a, a better job, better pay. So one of the things you do, sit, put everything you know, put it you have done over the years, put it together. And I'm, if it is possible, have a professional um, person help you to upgrade your resume. Okay, and and Pastor, isn't that one of the services you you all offer there? Um, yes, yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. So look, we're getting ready to offer a course. Actually, it's going to be online. Uh, mm -hmm. People can come in person, or they can zoom in, and we have a professional that's going to be teaching how to write or put together a compelling resume. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you ask the question, what should they do? How should they plan? That's an excellent um, answer from, from Brother Z, that that should be the first thing. But my other thing is, goes back to kind of like the message that they would just trust God. Because I just had somebody come to me with the same situation, the mm. job laid them off. And the first thing people do is panic. But okay. what made the first thing for this planning of that is to trust God. Not to say you don't have to do anything, because you do. You need to get right up and get a compelling resume put together and start putting it out. But to put your trust and your faith and your confidence in the Lord that he's going to take care of you. Wonderful. Uh, <laughs> worry doesn't help anybody. No, if anything, right. it hurts. Okay, um, what, what is your number there again, Pastor? Um, the, the number for the center there, if right. they are looking to, to put together a compelling resume or any other assistance, 352-404-7898. And uh, do they have to be residents of um, Claremont or Groveland to be helped mm -hmm. by your organization? Uh, no, they don't. As long as we have, uh, uh, you know, resources or referral information for their state or their city, mm -hmm. uh, they do not have to be a resident. Oh, wonderful. Okay, taking a music break, and uh, we will be right back. Selena's mix, B, uh, I mean, it's CC.
That's right, a kicking praise one from CC. I remember BB and CC days, boy. I used to sponsor them to come into England for concerts. My goodness, boy, they were on fire and they're still on fire um, today. Pasta, pasta, pasta. Okay, and brother Z, brother Z, yes. brother Z. Yes. All right, so we are down to the wire. We're down to the wire. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> well, I have to give a chuckle in this one because when I saw this one, I'm thinking, whoa, do you remember what you had for breakfast today? I mean, yeah. come on, you must remember that one. Who's going to take that, it? That's, Who's going to take that, it? That's easy. That's very easy with me. Okay. I, I don't exactly remember the name of the things, but I know I had my, my cholesterol pill. Oh, okay. I know I, I had <laughs> my high blood pressure pill. All right. My now. vitamins. Oh, yeah. And all of that. But the, the, the staple breakfast for me, it would be like a boiled egg, a boiled egg, six prunes and prune juice to keep my bowels going, mm. and um, two buns, and a nice cup of cappuccino. Brother Z, what size buns are those? Uh, small buns. Okay. Small buns. <laughs> Pastor, hit me, hit me. <laughs> yes, I literally had a smoothie uh, of breakfast this morning with bananas, strawberry, mm -hmm. blueberries, okay. uh, raspberries, and um, a little bit of brown sugar in there and coconut milk all mixed together in my blender. That oh. was my breakfast this morning. Well, and it was listen to both of you. I better not say what I had because... Because yeah. you guys are putting me to shame with healthy eating. How, <laughs> how important is it to have a breakfast in the month? Because some people don't even have a breakfast. Uh -huh. Well, I believe it's very important because yes. breakfast, as they say, is the best meal of the day to get your mind kicking and functioning and get your, your adrenaline going. Mm. Uh, but especially for the mind, for the... Okay. mental capacity to be alert and aware for the day. All right. And my, my wife would be disappointed in me for not mentioning her smoothie. She does oh. Uh, oh. a similar smoothie to mm -hmm. Pastor Linda's and okay. that is always included in my breakfast. All right. Well, uh, uh, folks, we are in the zone and it's good that we are able by the grace of God to get together and talk and I had some fun. I don't know about the two of you but I had some fun and I love love doing this. So come on, okay. take us yeah. out. Um, let me, who is going to be the first? Take us out. Uh, didn't, you, did, didn't we say that we would mention something about a flyer? Oh, the flyer? Oh, uh, that's going to be passed. So that's going to be passed. Alright, so yeah. we would... Yes, we want to uh, let all our listening audience know uh, if you're our Facebook friend, if you're a friend of uh, Brother Z and friends Facebook or our Anointed Community Services Facebook, you'll see the flyer for the radio station with all of the contact information uh, and we just look forward to having more and more of these uh, broadcasts and bringing on some interesting topics we've got some good speakers I believe lined up, don't we gentlemen? Yes we do Yes, yes we do mm -hmm. Yeah mm. Alright, so and I would just like to get a quick testimony in there that I think was so beautiful. Remember we we recently did the the program on 
integrity. Okay, yes. And here's, here's what happened in the home. Now, Sahara, again, our, our great-grand that we are parenting, mm-hmm. I went to school and found a $5 bill in front of her locker. Mm-hmm. Now, you remember one of the things we talk about, yes. that $500? Right, right. Right. Now, she took took the five, $5 and she played a private detective mm-hmm. and questioned a few people mm-hmm. who didn't claim they missed anything. Right. And she decided that, well, finders, keepers. <laughs> but at least she came home and told us mm-hmm. that this is what she did, mm-hmm. and she's keeping it. Okay. My wife, June, directed her to what she really should do is take it into the office because you never know that somebody, it might have been important to that person. Everything like what we were, we were discussing. Yeah, so yeah. reluctantly, she took in the $5. <laughs> okay. And you know what they told her in the office? Nobody complained, so you can keep it. Uh. And you remember, Pastor, that, that you said that to that yeah. something? People yeah. will give you a reward, mm. or the, the grocery store will tell you, keep it? Exactly yeah. that, that happened. Huh? Oh. And she's now $5 richer. Okay. <laughs> now that's a wonderful that's testimony. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go look outside Brother Z's house when I get out out from here. <laughs> I mean, Pastor, can you blame me? You know, you know, I never can tell what I could find outside outside a man's house. You know. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you both so much. Um, and until next time, um, it's from you, Brother Z. Yeah. All right, and Pastor? Yes, I just and say we should. God is good. All right. And I say we should because we, we care. care. Yes. All right. God bless you. <laughs>